What's up, guys? This is Timothy Douglas with the Living the Dream People of Austin podcast, where our goal is to build a community in Austin that helps people achieve their dreams and ideal lifestyle by inspiring action and accountability. If you want to help me achieve my dream of helping 120 people buy or sell a home in the Austin area before 2021 is over, and you know somebody that's looking to sell real estate or buy real estate, send them my way because I would be extremely grateful. All right, let's help each other achieve our dreams. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. On today's show, we have Eric Mosley, who is a social impact docu... No, Eric Protein Mosley, who is a social impact documentary filmmaker. He was insistent on me putting the protein in the middle there. Uh, I like it. I love it, actually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Eric, welcome to the show. How you doing today? Thank you, man. I'm doing um, blessed and highly favored, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, doing fantastic. It is a pleasure to have you on. Uh, so we're just going to jump right in. And to get started, we uh, always talk a little bit about just who you are, where you're from. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about your family, where you're from. I know you had a, a great story um, to share that I'm sure a lot of our listeners would benefit from. So if you could tell us a little bit about that, too, we would love it. Okay, well, I grew up in the city of Detroit. Um, at a young age of two years old, my mother and father and my two sisters, we moved out to uh, Southern California and my mom and dad, they um, split up when they got a divorce back in 68 or something like that. I ended up back in the Motor City and uh, I was raised by a single parent mother at that time. And I just started, um, you know, getting off into a whole bunch of negative things like shooting dice and uh, gambling and, um, you know, smoking weed. And then I ended up getting a major drug um, addiction off of crack cocaine. And then I became a single parent traveling all across the country with that child in the pursuit of happiness. And then I took the experience that I had and became a social impact documentary filmmaker where I am known all around the world right now, Timothy. Yeah, no, that is awesome. So a social impact doc, you went from a drug addict who was a single father traveling the country with one kid to a social impact documentary filmmaker. Tell us a little bit about how that transition was made because not everybody makes it. Wow. I keep it real. It wasn't just a drug addict. I was a crackhead. I just keep it just like how I was. And that transition came because, um, you know, I got tired of it. I knew that wasn't the right thing to be doing is taking my daughter through those trials and tribulations. And, um, you know, like I get on every podcast, I tell people like my turning point was, when I overdosed in front of my daughter in the bathtub off of crack cocaine, being naked down on all fours, running cold water down on my back and shoulders to try to, um, you know, gain my, you know, to come back to life. And um, God gave me that chance. And so I believe it was for um, the possibility of what I'm doing now to go back out and give back to the homeless and let them know that, hey, regardless of how low you are in life, that you could come up and be the next Eric Protein Mosley out here. <laughs> the next Eric Protein Mosley. I love it. So you said your turning point was when you overdosed in front of your daughter. Yes. And you were, and, uh, you were sitting there butt naked, running cold water down your back to kind of just keep your faculties going. Yeah, to keep my faculties going. And she bust into uh, the bathroom and it was an embarrassing moment. And it was just something I never forgot. And uh, like it was my turning point right there. I knew right then that um, by me almost dying right there, that God was calling on me to change my life around, you know, and, you know, he had a calling for me and I follow that calling. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Well, 
I'm glad that you're here today to share it with us and impact people how you are. Um, so now we know a little bit about you, where you're from, um, what you went through. Tell us a little bit about um, maybe what you do for fun and then a little bit more about the filmmaking. Man, you know what? That's going to that's going to coincide with each other, because what I do for um, the, the social impact documentary filmmaking, that's what I do for fun. It's like the funnest thing to do. I remember on my birthday, last birthday, uh, a female called me and said, hey, what are you doing on your birthday? And I said, hey, I'm calling television stations. I'm trying to film stuff. I'm trying. She said, it's your birthday. And I said, yeah, I, this is what I like doing. So I love this traveling around. I just came from Dallas. I just came from Austin shooting um, my, my latest documentary in correspondence with Eric Protein Mosley. So my work is fun and um, it is what it is, you know, and I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. But so. I also, you know, I also do other things. I travel and I like listening to music. I love being around women. I love going to restaurants. I love, you know, just being, um, you know, I, I like to be in cities, living in a city, but being a living tourist. So, you know, I have fun as well. Gotcha. 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 No, I feel that. I feel that. Well, I'm glad that you enjoy your work because a lot of people can't say that. And so the fact that that's what you do for fun, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess hearing about your past, our next question is a little bit about your motivation. And I guess we kind of we kind of got that. But if you want to elaborate a little bit more on it, um, where you derive your motivation from. Well, my motivation is um, understanding the people that are still like out on the streets and seeing what they're going through and how they're being stereotyped and put down as homeless. Um, and I just want to iterate every show I get on there's three different I let people know there's three different classes of homeless upper middle and lower the upper class homeless is the individual where he and she takes care of their hygiene and trying to make it back into the mainstream of society and the lower class is the individual that you just see out on the streets pushing a buggy not trying to make it back into the mainstream of society the middle class is just that middle one not trying to become the lower class and possibly trying to make it to the upper class homeless. So my motivation is seeing those people out on the streets that are still suffering and knowing that there's not a lot of people that care about them and knowing that they're just put in one category, which is the lower class homeless, which is considered to be a bum. Gotcha, gotcha. So I guess with the upper class, can you explain a little bit more about the upper class homeless? Like how does a homeless person go about taking care of their hygiene to make it back into mainstream society? Well, okay, so the home, the upper class homeless is the individual that's probably couch surfing or living in a shelter where they have access to water, free razors, and, um, gotcha. you know, the, the necessities that they need to take care of their hygiene. And, um, and within those shelters, you also have the other classes as well. But the upper class is more of a mental, uh, you know, a mental desire as like, hey, look, I'm tired of waking up in this shelter. I'm tired of not having this. So I want to get out and I want to get back up on my feet. So it's, it's more so of a mental thing more than a physical thing. And so once you can get inside of your mind that you can make it out, then I consider yourself, you know, you should consider yourself as being the upper class. Mm, gotcha. No, I love that. <laughs> so, so much in life always comes back to what's right in here, what's right in your mind. Right. Yeah. So uh, I love that you uh, pointed that out. Awesome. Well, I love your motivation. I love how it's like, sticking close to people and realizing that you still have so many people to help. And that's kind of what keeps you going. Um, right. Now a little bit about Austin, just cause this is a podcast local to Austin. What's your favorite thing and favorite place in Austin? 
My favorite thing is the Capitol building in Austin. Like I said, I was just there a couple of days ago when I caught this one guy walking down the street. He was homeless, and uh, I did an interview on him. And then you, you, you couldn't see the Capitol in the back, but it was like right there. So the Capitol, um, the governor's house, and all that little stuff like right up there. And I love like how Austin is just like laid back, how, you know, there's no not that much violence. And, um, you know, people speak to you. And I just love Austin. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great spot. It's a great spot. And I love how friendly of culture is. Okay. Favorite part of the podcast now. <laughs> We've figured out a little bit about who you are, how you feel about Austin. You recently did an interview there. You said you love the culture, love the city life. What are your dreams? My dreams were actually, one of them is already coming to in Austin because I have a documentary called The Homeless Coronavirus Outreach, where my daughter and I went out on the streets to educate the homeless about um, COVID-19. That's airing on in Austin, on um, Austin Gov. And so in that documentary, it illustrates how um, my nonprofit organization, I would like for um, the tech company. So my dream in Austin is to get the governor and all the major tech companies to hire an upper class homeless individual to do homeless outreach, public safety work. So what they will be doing is there'll be dual um, interaction. So they'll be able to, um, by them being from the streets, they'll know how to, um, you know, correspond with the people on the street. And then they will be able to know how to deal with the people in uh, the regular main society. Now, might I add, when you go to all those bars downtown in Austin, the majority of the people park their cars around the shelter. And so if you can meet one of those tech guys, Facebook, Apple, Google, that's right there, he or she already knows the homeless people and he can walk those individuals up and down the street to their bars safely and back to their cars safely where they can go to their houses and you know enjoy the rest of their eating. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. So I guess just a quick question. So you want um, the tech companies to hire homeless people as public safety, like homeless public safety outreach workers. Yes, homeless outreach public safety workers, but not just any homeless individual, an upper class homeless, an individual who has already, you know, made it to that level where he or she can influence the middle and the lower class. So this individual has to be, you know, have to have their hygiene up and have to have some type of mental capacity as to, you know, that they want to do better and that they want to get back into the mainstream. And so the advantage the, that the tech company is going to get is that this individual never have to come to the office because he or she is a field worker. And so, you know, that would eliminate that problem. They could, you know, pay that individual like through a check, you know, online and things of that nature. And so, and when another thing the tech company was, will get as well is that it's going to be brandishing their name. So when people come to Austin and walking up around and they see Facebook and this guy standing on the corner talking with homeless and talking with the normal people, they're going to want to know like, well, wow, who thought of that? And how's that going? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. That's, that's kind of what I was wondering, like, what is the benefit to the tech company? And I like the brand name recognition and also just like uh, spreading out the brand of like, we're not just tech. We're here for the people and for the people of the city. And yeah, I, I love yeah. that idea and that sentiment. And I just want to say this and how that came along, Timothy, is because up in Silicon Valley in San Francisco, I lived in L.A. and we were up in San Francisco um, doing some things. And the tech companies up there were looking for solutions of how to help the homeless because they had a tech evasion, which raised the, 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 the rents of the apartment. And so when COVID-19 came, 
the tech companies were like, hey, look, well, we don't need that anymore because COVID is gone. But what happened was they moved all to Austin. And so now I followed them and said, hey, look, before you guys do that again, I'm here to hold you guys accountable for it. And you guys need to help the lower, not the lower class homeless, but you need to help the lower class people in society where when the rents go up, that these people may be able to afford a market um, rate apartment in Austin. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. That is awesome, actually, how you just followed the tech companies. You saw a trend, you knew it was going to be a problem. And so you're coming here to hold them accountable before the situation gets out of hand. Exactly. That's amazing. (laughs) Thank you. No, I respect it and I love it. And so your dream is to get the tech company uh, going. And so my question is tech company going with upper-class homeless people to do homeless public safety community outreach. Yeah, homeless outreach. It's called HOPS, H-O-P-S, Homeless Outreach Public Safety Worker. So it's dual interaction. They have dual interaction with, yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay. So if somebody were to help you with your dream right now, how would they do it? How would they do it? They would first connect me with the governor. Well, you're helping me right now by putting me on this podcast, so that's a start. But then they would connect me with Governor Abbott, and I would like to sit down with Elon Musk and um, have a possibility of him just signing one homeless person and having Tesla or whatever company that he wants on the back of his shirt, walking up and down the streets of Austin, representing, you know, letting people know that, hey, look, we're here to help the lower class uh, society and the upper class homeless. So, yes, I would love to have a meeting with Elon Musk, Joe Lonsdale. He's another big figure that moved from Silicon Valley and also with the governor. Yes. So I would like to meet those three people and have a meeting with them. Gotcha. Joe Lonsdale, Elon Musk, the governor. Yes. And Governor Abbott. Awesome. Okay. well, I think we can make that happen. That doesn't seem like too lofty of a goal. I think we can get you in contact with them somehow. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was about to say, have you ever heard about that rule, like you're three people away from that person? <laughs> yes, yes, I heard of that. It, uh, actually, um, I, some people call it six degrees of separation, um, but you just broke it down that prob- possibility there's three degrees of separation. And um, I hope it is a three degrees and take it down to two and take it down to one. And then where I'm right there sitting there with them, Timothy. Yeah, no, we're go- we're, go- we're going to make that happen. I think we can do it. We got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows Elon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Um, well, now I'm going to move on to our um, thriving three. And so this is the last part of the podcast. It's I like to figure out how people, one, like to learn, two, like to take care of themselves, and three, action steps they're taking right now. And so my first question for you is, what's your favorite book? My favorite book is the Bible. And in that book is Proverbs, because when I was on drugs, I learned about wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And also God lets uh, the Messiah lets people know that that's the most important thing that a man can have is wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So my favorite book is the Bible. Absolutely. No, I love that. I have Proverbs. I've read through it like twice now. And it's something that I want to keep reading through. Cause I'm like, some of the stuff is just coming like, some of the stuff I comprehend and then other stuff is going in one ear and right out the other. And I'm like, I need to like soak in it, <laughs> like yes. soak yes. it and get, get it in my spirit. But um, no, I, I'm a fan of Proverbs too. Also of Psalms and first Corinthians, but. Oh yeah. They run together. Those two run yeah. together. They're like, yeah, they run together. Yeah, no, for sure. I, 
I'm glad that you are a fan of Proverbs. And actually, I want to take a second and just hear a little bit more about your transition out of literally being a crackhead into life right now. Like what were the action steps, the mindset change, the accountability? Like what did all that look like? Well, the mindset was that I always knew that it was temporarily. And so I speak that to anybody, anybody that's out there on drugs or any type of hang up that they have is to first that that individual has to know. And so that's what I did. I, I knew that I was going to get out of it. So every time I would take a hit, Timothy, I would get down on my knees and pray to God. And my daughter would be sitting there like, dad, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I always had that faith as to be that, um, you know, I just knew it. I just knew that the season would come. And it, I mean, the season was there, but I knew the season would pass and I was a big believer in God. And so that's what really delivered me from, you know, being on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Every time you're taking a hit, getting down on your knees and praying, may not always pray, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> even, even crackheads can pray. Even God hears those prayers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, what is one way that you'd like to care for yourself? One way that I like to take care of myself is, again, I put everything in God is to believe in him and follow the steps that he wants me to take. Um, I try to eat healthy. I stay prayed up. When I come outside, I, you know, I um, keep my spiritual, physically and mentally um, self in tune with God. So that's how I take care of myself. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I love the emphasis on God and just because that's priority number one, right? Like when you put that first, the rest will follow. And so- right. Um, and so yeah, I put definitely. the devil first. I put the devil first before and that didn't work. So um, I got to give it all to God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Um, all right. What is one action step that you can take right now to get to your dreams? One action step that I can take right now, like I'm saying, I'm giving you the credit because this is doing it right here. And I believe right here, I've already taken a step because I can feel the motivation that you have and the belief that you have and that one of them guys are going to hear it. But um, other than that, it's a continuation of being on podcast and continuation, the same thing of how I got off crack is just to have that belief system that I can just see it, Timothy. I can just see me sitting down with these guys or maybe somebody else and that's just jumping off. So just having that faith is just what's going to get me through. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Okay. Having that faith, continue to have that faith, continuing to see it in your head and believe it in your mind. Right. Love it. All right. Well, Eric, thank you so much for being on the yeah. show. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we uh, head out? Actually, I do. I want to ask you a question. Aren't you a part of a uh, real estate um, business? I am. Yep. Okay. So, so here's the thing, Timothy. So a lot of people are moving to Austin, right? And oh, they're yeah. moving there because of the tech invasion, right? So say, for instance, Elon Musk and those other guys I don't get in contact with. How about Timothy saying, hey, look, you know what? We're going to hire that one homeless outreach individual guy. We're going to put our names on the back of that vest and we're going to walk up and down six or seven street. And um, you let, let Eric protein Mosley train these guys and they become dual interaction. Hey, I want you to think about that. I don't want to call you out on your own podcast, but it's something that I want you to think about your company. If I can't get a tech company to get involved with my um, nonprofit organization. Well, Eric, I, first of all, I want to say I love that you did call me out on my own podcast. <laughs> no, seriously, I really do appreciate it because I think something that's needed in society is that like transparency and honesty and the like, usually it'd be a scary thing to call somebody out on their own podcast, but you just did it. And I think 
we need to do the things that are scary to grow. So right. I appreciate it. Yeah. Second of all, um, I would love to help you. So if you don't know about me, my two goals in life, one, to become financially free so I can support myself and my family. And then two is to end poverty around the world. And that's going to start in Austin. So this, like when you, when you reached out to me and talked about um, like homelessness and doing homelessness work in Austin, and I was like, well, me ending poverty is going to start in Austin because that's where I'm going to be living. Uh, I was like, this works perfectly. So I will say, I don't know if I can put my real estate companies name on the back of the shirt because i'm like an agent with a broker so i don't really own the company somebody else owns right. the company um but i'm definitely willing and wanting to help you out with your dreams and your goals because they directly align with my ultimate dream and ultimate goal because similarly to you i see homeless people on the street and i feel a bit of um not even a bit a lot of personal conviction about it i'm like i haven't put myself in a position to be able to help them. And I'm like sitting here neglecting them every day when I'm like, I'm a real like priorities first. And so I'm like, how can I be worried about the things I'm worried about from day to day, like writing an essay for school or closing a real estate transaction when there's literally people who are homeless on the street and I'm not doing all I can to help them. I feel conviction about that. And so right. I'm really, I, I'm 100% in basically. I just can't use my real estate company's name because wow. EXP Realty is not owned by me. But you see this, you see my virtual background, left with love, connected by choice? Uh-huh, yeah, I saw that. That is my yeah. that is my company that will eventually become a nonprofit that will be the thing that ends poverty around the world. Wow. And so, yeah, so starting yeah, with homelessness in Austin. Up, man. <laughs> I know, you and I can uh, work together because I'm really looking forward to it. But um, yeah, so left with love might be able to go on the back of shirts as it gets bigger. Hey, and, uh, that's, that's the perfect thing. Yeah, yeah. And you got to just think, man, when they see that on there, they're going to be like, well, wow, who is that? And then when they go to Google search that, you're going to, hey, you're going to be the man. <laughs> yeah, well, Eric Protein Mosley, what's up? Before, before you go, I just want to ask you this, just so you're in the UK and you're, you're, um, you're, you're promoting Austin. That's what you're trying to do because you're moving there. I, I'm not in the UK right now. I'm actually in North Carolina because I just oh, graduated okay. college. Okay. And so... I graduated on like the 14th, Davidson College, North Carolina, and I'm moving to Austin, well, Georgetown, really, in two days. And then oh, okay. my parents live in Georgetown, so I'll be living with my parents. And then as my, as I get financially stable, I'll move closer to the Austin area when I'm living on my own. And so then I'll be in Austin. So I'm moving oh, okay. to Texas two days in about uh, maybe a month, two months, three months, I'll be out of my parents' house, living on my own, closer to the Austin area. So that's why I'm promoting cool. Austin. Okay, that's cool, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So when are you uh, moving to, are you moving to the area or are you just doing work in it? Well, actually, I'm uh, in San Antonio and I think I'm going to stay in San Antonio and then like work both, both um, cities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm no, going to try to do it, it like that because, of, yeah. All right, respect. Well, hey, if you ever... One, if you know anybody in Austin who needs to buy or sell real estate, hit me up. But anytime you're up, let's uh, let's hang out and make sure to talk more about this. Yeah, we're going to do that. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you. Eric Protein Mosley, thank you for being on the show. If you were listening to this podcast and you were like, yo, I really love this idea of getting the tech companies in Austin to work with upper class homeless people to do homeless outreach. 
what are they called? Hops? Yeah, hops. Homeless outreach public safety workers. Yeah. Awesome. If you really love the idea of that, hit Eric up. Tell him you love it and you want to support it. And also, if you know Governor Abbott, Elon Musk, or who's the third guy? Uh, Joe Lonsdale. Joe Longsdale. Hit Eric up. Connect him with one of those three people. Or if you know somebody who may know them, like, let's get them talking about this because it's a beautiful idea. And who doesn't want to end homelessness in Austin? Like, we can do it. We will do it. We're on the mission. We hope you join us. All right, Eric Protein Mosley, thank you so much for being on the show and have a great rest of your day. You too, Timothy. Thank you, man. Have a blessed day. All right, bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember, help out our guests if you can. Hold them accountable. Accountability is key. Also, we would love to have you on the show to talk about your dreams. Let's make them a reality. Finally, if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate in the Austin area in 2021, send them my way. Alrighty, have a blessed day.